episode number five. Number five, bro. Number we five. Man, we are rolling, man. We've been doing this. It's hard to do stuff, you know, multiple weeks in a row. And I think we we kind of we kind of enjoying this thing. Facts. Like That's this is yeah. Quick five weeks, too. A quick five weeks. Bro, yes. You're right, yo. So, I mean, time could fly by when you're doing something that you love to do, yo. And talking to y'all boys every Saturday night for the episode to drop is one of my favorite times of the week, man. Thank you. Right. I really appreciate that. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. So, welcome back. Episode number five of Philosophy Talks. Man, tonight, we kind of we wanted to go back to the original us. We kind of just wanted to let our conversation flow tonight. No specific topics. If we got callers that call in, we could talk about those things. But we just want to give y'all a sample of how our conversations usually go. You know? And that's how Philosophy Talks was born. So, first and foremost, make sure y'all like, click, subscribe to the episodes. Leave your comments. Um, Please leave dang, your comments. We ain't even introduced ourselves. I'm so excited. You got Tweezy here. You got your boy Al Boogie. You got the smooth grip. <laughs> yeah, watch the end of the last episode. <laughs> but I want y'all. What? I, I want y'all to like, click, subscribe, and leave some comments for us, y'all, so we can continue to grow. Um, but I want to say cheers. I want to make a toast. I want to make a toast to y'all. What we toasting Listen. tonight? I want to toast to the success of everybody finding themselves. Everybody looking at yourself and finding yourself in the thing that makes you happy and make what makes you feel. Feeling is the only language that don't lie, baby. These words don't mean shit. So understand that language, y'all. I want to I want to make a toast to success, the success of that and everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Damn Hennessy nasty. Ooh. <laughs> that shit disgusting, bro. Ooh. All right, y'all. So we 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 gonna have a good time today. Guess what? We even we already got a guest, right? And if she want to be introduced, she could be introduced. If not, this can be an anonymous call. My anonymous call. It all depends on you. But we got a caller here today, a female caller, because we heard y'all. We know y'all. We all say we need some female perspectives out here. We need more female perspectives. So we got one that we know gonna keep it real. She know she know went through the filtering system. Your resume it passed. You hired for the job. <laughs> What's going on with you? She said, hey everyone. <laughs> Fake ass. <laughs> Fake ass. Yo, niggas get it. Niggas, niggas about to go famous and they don't know how to act. <laughs> That's it, like... They get in front of the camera, don't know what to do. Hey My everyone. Ain't even slick. They gonna see this. <laughs> nah, ain't nobody gonna see this. No. It's audio. <laughs> She said, hey, everyone. No, good and down well. She's from East St. Louis. Boy, shut up. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Yo. All right. So, Boogie, Boogie, you said you had a, you, you had a good question. That yeah, you I, don't, I don't know if, this, if you've seen uh, episode <laughs> four yet. I don't know if you've seen that yet. Not, Did not you? seen it, but heard it. But yeah, heard it. Probably all right, not. All right, good. Her, uh, but um, I got a good question. We was talking about trust, right? So, say if a guy broke your trust and he wants to regain your trust back, how should he go about doing that? Oh, she about to have all her little ex things trying to get her trust back if they hear this shit. Mm. They might be listening too. Actually, <laughs> I feel the I feel the thing about broken trust and trying to get it back. People don't have enough patience in their relationship. 
because you want it back immediately or you want everything to go back to normal immediately. So it's just really all about actions and what that person wants you to do. You just gonna have to have to suck it up. It's hard to gain someone's trust back. Yo, but how long is too long? How like like how long is too long for a dude to be like, yo, I might as well let this shit go because I ain't no gaining that trust back. Cause you got well, sometimes you got. Well, six months is too long, personally. I I really feel from a woman or a man's point of view. Because if you decide to accept that person back, then you just kind of gotta you yourself ha have to start trying to trust them again too, or you gotta get over it. Like you just can't keep nobody in the doghouse the whole relationship or keep bringing it back up. Well, if you if you decide shit. to take them back, it's just like all right, I decided this is what I want from here on here on out, and I'm gonna let it go. Like you just can't keep throwing it back up in people's face. So I feel like that's why a lot of people don't have patience for relationships when the trust is already when the trust is broken, but also why it why it don't last either from from either point of view. Women always bring up the old shit, and men yo. don't have the patience to keep dealing with it. <laughs> yo, that's that's true as shit, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah, nah, you right. Yo, but how? But the thing is though, like I feel like a high percentage of relationships are like that though. Like that's that supposed to be forgiven like they'll they don't ever really let that shit go like what what percentage you think of relationships are they probably have some action of distrust and they ain't let it go they took them back but didn't let that shit go i think like 70 percent of the relationship that that shit happened in i agree with that it's not a real relationship no more it's kind of just like a thing I, yeah that's because they got history yeah i agree because like what you said, um, if you choose to take somebody back, if you tell somebody like, yeah, I'm gonna take you back, we're gonna work on it. Like, yeah, at some point in time, you gotta let it go because you chose to take that person back. But now if you just telling this person, let's see how this is gonna play out, you build your trust back then, that's kind of different. But if you say, yeah, we're gonna do this, I'm gonna take you back, but we still got a ways to go. I mean, if you took them back already now, in order to move forward, you can't keep bringing up those. Right, stuff. you can't, you can't make your decisions off of off of the distrust you already have for that person on yeah. what they can do, like like them not calling you. You know, you know things will trigger something. Yeah. Uh, but how do somebody how do somebody get to the point to where they can actually trust somebody? Like, cause it got, I, I believe it's something that going in the in the person that been hurt. Like it ain't, I don't feel like there's nothing that I could do to make somebody else trust me. Like I can do all the right things. Like yeah. though I feel like sometimes like, yeah, you do gotta kiss ass. But if I could show you that, yo, I'm gonna do all the right things and you just decide not to trust me no more, like that's a you thing. So so how, what does a person, a female, gotta actually go through to say like, yo, I can trust him, I can trust this nigga again? I'm thinking, I just think it goes back to like the foundation y'all had when y'all began. Like were y'all were y'all good friends? Like, do you know this person? Do you know this person's heart? Like. What, was it a genuine mistake or was it just, uh, I guess, a lapse in judgment? Like, you gotta, I feel like you gotta really know the person that you were with in order to make a sound decision off of that. But also, when some, when, when stuff is broken and it gets rebuilt, it's it's a new thing. You just gotta, gotta think about your trust as a person, like as you. You're a whole different person from when you got your heart broken or maybe when you went through a failure in life. And so you won't accept the same things you used to accept no matter what it is. You don't want that anymore. But I think people really don't associate broken trust to other things that have been broken. It's it's new. So are you as that new person, do you want that same relationship again? Like that's somewhere you want to be. So so do it, do it I do do what happens to break that trust really matter that I feel like that plays a big part too. What happens to break that trust. Yeah. 
Because mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you can break trust in a little way, like yeah, you told somebody a secret, or you went out and had five kids on somebody. Yo, which what which one is worse though? Somebody telling you a secret or somebody cheating? Uh, Yo, somebody put crickets in that. that right. <laughs> that <laughs> right there. Who, who doing the, um, audio and stuff in the Yo, back? Oh, yeah, he de- they definitely put in some fucking some, some crickets back there, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but which, which, which weight of trust is worse? Getting cheated on or somebody telling, like, one of your deep secrets? The hurt different, though. I don't know. Yeah, both, yeah. Of them, both of them are betrayal, but, like, the hurt is just different. Which one? Which hurt worse? They yeah, they different. I know they different, but which one is worse? I'll probably say telling your deep, like your deepest darkest secret or something, because that's just yeah. it. Pe- people I'm have sex with each too. other all day, and they like. I feel like you can have sex with somebody you don't really all the way trust. Like it's like, mm, he, this person probably don't know none about you. But if you if you can if you can break that wall down and tell somebody something your deepest darkest secret, something between you and whatever God you serve, like. And they yeah. tell someone else that, like, that would break That's somebody. That's it. What, you, what y'all think? I, I think uh, deep. I agree with her. Secret, like, deepest, secret, darkest shit. secret. Because, you, you know, you never know what it is. That could cause oh. some serious damage. Like, Bro, I don't yeah. think you can recover from that type of uh, trust, mm-hmm. though. Like, you can't never trust that person no more with nothing. No. Hell I, no. I agree, but she also said the hurt is different. Because, like I said, if somebody go out and have, like, five babies on you... Nigga... You know, took them back five times. All right, well, let's four other times. All right, so let's say, let's say, have one. Let's say, let's say, let's say, one baby. Let's say, let's say, they cheated and had a baby on you. I still think that deepest, darkest secret is worse than that. I don't, yeah, I agree. Is it, but it's different because, like, I keep, like, I told y'all last episode, like, if I gotta walk downstairs and see this kid I know that's not mine, that's gonna bother me. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's true. All right, you, the day you accepted him in, it's the day you should have just been, you should have been but, but still, that's, back, that's that's a fact, bro. You right, but still in the back of your mind, this that kid that ain't yours. You right, nigga, you, you know, you're 100% nigga. right. You right. Nigga, but, I would prefer a woman have a baby on me than to tell one of my deepest, darkest secrets, yo. Like, not that I don't, I don't, I don't feel like nobody could recover from that. Ever like nobody, you can't. Nobody could ever recover from some shit like that. Like, if you only told, like she said, it's only you and whatever God you believe in, and you told them, and they told somebody else, bro, ain't no coming back from that shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. Yeah, that that yeah, that shit is way different. You can end up having a baby just off of something that was just physical. Like so you, y'all. So you saying there's no way you can build that trust back from somebody telling your deepest dark? No, fuck no. No, like, like you wouldn't trust them with anything. Like uh, okay, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't okay. trust them to, to put the chicken in the refrigerator or take it out the freezer for <laughs> that's real. Like yo, would... that's a fact, yo. Okay, no, nah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, y'all right, y'all right. <laughs> yo, but yo, another conversation is another conversation that I want to know, like, and this should be interesting to me to hear a female's point of view. What percentage of your sex life is has been good sex in your entire life from guys? Because a hundred, leave it up to God. A hundred percent of us gonna fuck the shit out of somebody. Like that's that's what guys would say. Every guy would say when they when they done when they done in their head they'd be like, yo. Especially if it was the first time. I I just beat that thing. (laughs) (laughs) She, I know she coming back. I did that. (laughs) What? 
So what percentage of those guys you said you would say in your lifetime that, ah, bro, you didn't? 50, I would say it's half and half. Yo. Because this is, the, this is the thing with, with men and sex. It's like, and then, like y'all would never, I won't say all of y'all, but it's a it's a majority of y'all that would never be the full package when it comes to sex. Like you just won't be. It's something wow. that's always going to be off. Like maybe what? I maybe I don't know foreplay. Maybe I can get the head really good. Maybe maybe the dick. Can can we y'all be cursing up on her? Nigga, this ain't fucking yeah, serious. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but so maybe the dick just ain't ain't what it is or what it was supposed to be. The stroke bad, and y'all be having off times. Like you know, it's just so. I would say 50-50 because it's like just because you know maybe maybe the head wasn't spectacular. That, that doesn't but mean everything else was good. But everything else was good. Does that? But how much does that hurt a guy though? Not a lot. All of that. Me personally, I'm not. I don't like. I said like I I was I was with this dude and we we were super compatible. Like he he was he was he was a good person. Like he was really nice to me. Like really attentive. Foreplay a one. Like like I would be so ready for this man. And a dick in the head was just trash. Like it was so it was so anticlimactic. It just blew my mind each fucking time. And I really gave it like a third time for real because I really wanted to see that. Like, that's a maybe good he just point. had like you know, maybe... all right. So I, I had a good question. So how many times you give a guy? Because you know, the first time he might be excited. Yep. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? So how many times do you give a guy, you know? Three. Three? Okay. Three. Okay. So so what do, so what do you say in your head after the first, second, and third time? Like what what's the conversation to yourself? First time I can be like, okay, maybe he was maybe he was nervous, you know. And these are conversations. That shit is embarrassing, yo. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was nervous. <laughs> or, um, maybe he had like stage fright or something like that. Maybe he just, stage you know, fright. his eyes was bigger than his dick at this point, or, or you know, whatever, whatever, whatever I need to kind of be like, all right, let me help him through it. Or Nigga, maybe he never bit off more than he could chew. Look, he thought third it was time, I'm telling you about yourself. Yo, he thought it was possible. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, shit. I made it. Look, no. I ain't think this far. I ain't, I ain't think this far into the game. <laughs> this shit happening. Yo, well, that's that's for real, though. But so, so, so let me ask you this, then. So if it's not good, do you call it, do you initiate, would you call that person back? That's what I'm saying. So would you initiate it, or would you let them initiate it? If it's You're, not good, you get what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, they they would have to initiate it because it's already in my mind that it's a waste of time. So, but like I said, it just it just depends because um, casual sex is one thing, but then you having sex with somebody you actually thought you were gonna have something with is another. So it's like I'm more apt to give them the benefit of doubt than if it was just casual dick because it's like I don't I don't got nothing with you. I don't owe you anything, and I feel like you kind of. That, like I said, we we date like we seriously dated. We I mean we would have intimate moments to where we weren't having sex. So it's just like I felt like I owed him that much. Like not that not that chance, but just to kind of those intimate moments because you know he he was there for me when I needed him and things of that nature. So that that is when I will I will I will allow him to initiate it. But I'm not initiating anything because it's cringy. It's like oh like all right man okay all right all right maybe you know maybe you had an off time but. Third time I'm telling you about yourself. You gotta go. You gotta go. This ain't yeah, why, we're not why, sexually compatible. <laughs> why? Why women? Why women feel so like oh, a type of way about initiating sex? I don't. I will initiate sex. I don't care. But um, I like, guess like the guy, would like the guy has to initiate sex. Yeah, like even if you in a even if if you in a say that you in a relationship because I hear a lot of especially married people. Like talk about shit like this, like 
their wife isn't being as sexual as she was before marriage. Insecurities. So she don't. But the how how though? Like, cause some of these people been together for so long. It might be because you know they have babies and you yep. know, stuff babies like that. Babies they change their bodies they body change. Change. They're yeah. not secure how they look anymore. Um, yeah. Me and you know y'all don't care. Y'all gonna swing dick whether y'all got a gut or a six pack. Like y'all just don't care. Like it it doesn't matter. Like I've never met a man who who at face value would just it looked like they was insecure about themselves. Like. If I'm bloated in the least, but I'm just like, oh, I don't you know. Never, like, you never dealt. You never dealt with a guy that was insecure in his sex game. Uh, no, and not until I told him about myself. Damn, you be telling yeah. niggas that shit. I'm what, like, you, what you telling? What you telling them? It was trash. Like, it, like. Hell, yeah, yeah. you told him like that. And I would break you it say down that shit you like that, that now. You, is that you know, is I'm it? not gonna give you the whole. I will break it down for you. Like you, you can, you, you do not know how to give head. Their head sucks. Like you need to do it. You need to do a better job. Why don't you teach? You teach them? See, I don't mind teaching people, but I just feel like at a certain point, you know, you're too old. Like I always feel like there's a basic thing. There's basic. <laughs> right, nigga, you thirty. <laughs> like, like there's basics to sex. Like you just too old for this. Nah, but for real though, some 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 dudes like just because he old don't mean he had a whole lot of sexual experiences. True. Yeah, that's, that's true. Okay. So you gotta like like sometimes like. When, yeah, sometimes y'all women need to be don't make a man feel insecure for learning like that that might make you know Which the I sex don't. better because you, so a lot of women are weird weird so a lot of women like different shit so you never so, know do you tell do you or, tell them in those exact words like <laughs> it was trash like <laughs> uh, that's what you can't change i would teach someone like i don't mind if a man is willing to learn i'm willing to teach Okay, but I feel like men usually are, y'all are quick learners when it comes to certain things, especially when it comes to y'all ego. So y'all gonna pick some Man, shit, but I feel real. like men aren't, if if you let your ego get in a way to where you just feel too prideful to learn something or you feel like I'm the one that's lying about it, then it, it no, I, I have no time to teach you because you have no time to learn, but you also won't put your pride to the side. Like sex is, sex can be real fun when you let go. And people just, I feel like people just don't want to let go. You, yes, women are weird. Some men are weird. You can't, you can't sex everybody the same way. Like, and I'm aware of that. But I also feel like you There's need some basics, to open. Though. It's the basics, right? There's, There's some basics to every sex thing, yeah. Absolutely. It's a starting point. Yeah. And so, if you ain't so, at that starting so what, point, I don't. So what, if, so what if a girl is like a, a, a freak beyond means, right? And this guy just really ain't like a, a freak beyond means and they get together and she tell him that he trash, but it's just that he's really not. So how do how does that play out then? <laughs> you get what well, I'm saying? Like, so what if you get with a girl that she's just she's freaks on she's a freak on every level. That means she's just not compatible to him, like she was. Okay. Then, that's what it's <laughs> You're not trash. We're just not sexually compatible. But, but what if she tell him she he's trash, and then that's in his head from the rest for the rest of the time he's good. So you that one lady damaged his life, like. <laughs> should, yo, if some if a girl ever tell you that shit though, like know that it's not you, it's her. Like you just trash yeah. for her. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, uh, you yeah. see that everybody is mm. different. There's a woman for every guy. Yeah. True. Like there's a yeah. woman for every guy. So so what so why you say no? So tell me why you say you're different. I if I call you trash, you trash. Because I know there's a baseline for sex. I know. <laughs> Yo, but <that's> just, <laughs> so if, they, if you call them trash, they ain't good for nobody. 
you ain't good for nobody. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I know why you got cheated on, low key. Like it wasn't it wasn't fair, but I know what you you're not you're not doing what you need to do. He's just not. Damn. Yo, does that would that hurt y'all feelings if a girl told y'all like y'all was trash and y'all like and y'all from from when you first had sex up until this point, like would it hurt your feelings if a girl told you that your shit was trash? Sexually. Ever. I think it'll hurt me for like a day or two, but then I'll be like, <laughs> she just whack. Whatever. She mad. Right. I, yeah. I feel like men think she mad. I yeah. think it depends on what this what the girl means to you. That's what that's what I feel. Because no, I don't that's a good point. I, first first off, I don't value everybody's <laughs> yeah. opinion. That's a good point. And I and I don't care. Like Nigga. so hey. So, so you you out here fucking girls that you don't you don't give a fuck about their opinion? No, I say I don't value everybody's opinion. I didn't say I was out here hitting every girl. I don't value their opinion. I didn't say that. It also depends what type of girl it is, too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm keeping your game right now. I know how you move now. No. I'm learning learning each episode. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Yo. I also feel feel it's, it's also the context of how that person tells you about yourself. Nigga, you the one selling that this trash, like telling yeah, people that I'm it's trash. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to give you dialogue with like I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down and let you know exactly why I'm not just angry in your face like you did trash and I'm I'm mad I wasted my time because I mean if I if I'm forced to that point it's just like well Daniel kind of it, it kind of sucks that we had to leave if you if you trash and you were casual I'm not telling you nothing I'm just not gonna I'm gonna ghost you. That's but the point. you will you will tell somebody. The way you said it the first time, like you trash, it ain't nothing. If they, if they say like if a dude jumping up, like yeah, I did that, I did my thing, like he out here trying to act. <laughs> yeah, then you, and I okay. have been in the situation where I did. I guess I told him like, girl, girl you yeah. did that, like you did that before or some shit. I did. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. You said I did it. it was, no, I did. No, I did. Right. Nah. And I'm, and I'm really into the gym, so he was a little fluffy, and he was like, I ain't. He always ain't in nothing. He was fluffy. And he was, you know, he was a little chunky. He was like, I ain't into none of that gym shit. I ain't this, I ain't that, but I be slanging dick. Like, that's what he always talk like this. And I just, no, no, you not. Oh, no. for the bait. Oh. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, though. When I was learning about sex, if a girl would have told me that my sex was trash, it would have hurt my feelings for a long time because I would have believed that shit. Because I knew I knew that I was learning. You that know that what I'm makes saying? sense. Yeah, that makes like sense. I, though. So, yeah, it does. so that's it. I, no, I, I, not, bro, I think bro. dudes. I think dudes. This is the difference between me and how I look at sex. I studied that shit. Like I like I wanted to be good at it when I when I was like growing up. When I first started having sex, yo, I used to go on Google to try to figure out how to make a woman feel good, bro. So. Dudes out here just going by trial and error, like they don't really know. They, they just, they just pumping, and then they don't have. They, they end up having bad But that's that's that's, that's it's, it's good that you said that because at anything you want to do in life, like you have to study that. And if you want to be good at it, like yeah, you got to study it. And I mean that's I feel like that's a smart approach because you can't just be out here. So say like if you never studied and you just think it's one position, one position every time, like you got it. That's all you know. Yeah. Because you don't know nothing else. But yeah, you got to study the game. You, you, you ever studied it? Did I ever study? I mean, you can you can pick up stuff from watching porn or whatnot. 
Trial and error is part of the game. Did at you at some point, trial and error. <laughs> yeah, I took a I took a human sexuality class in college yeah. before. That was Dude, a good class. They show you what the G spot at? Yeah. yeah. They show you how to hit it, bro. Yeah, she was showing me that this all the sensitive yeah, spots on woman's yeah. body. <laughs> what, what class? Was she that? bringing a porn star in and all types of stuff. Ooh, bro, you you ain't try to do nothing with the porn star. Nah. What what's that's, that's the best way to learn. That was in my JUCO. Oh, okay. I was about yeah. to say, okay. Uh, Girl, you would have took that shit, ain't it? That class is dope. Shit, she, I had, uh, she had everybody in the class um write on a piece of paper everybody fantasies and then they put it like in a they I just had, read it out loud. Bro, I, I, had, I, I, I feel had like a, we had a teacher at state like that. You remember that uh that short hair lady? I forgot her name. That was like that? She was she was a um dark skinned lady. She was well, of course she was black, but yeah, I felt like she was. I thought she was in the business department though, for real. Nah, I forgot I her know, name. Bro. I forgot her name, but everybody. I would I would have signed up for that course though. I don't think Not she had some... a course, but she used to keep it real in her classes like that. Yeah, yeah, that class was dope though. She was talking about the G spot and all that stuff. Yo, yo, that's it. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if it. Yo, that's it. I learned a lot from that. Actually. But I think I, everybody should do right. take a class or learn or or educate themselves on it because if you don't like. Yeah, you bro, will just be art, mediocre. Bro. I agree. Sex is an art. Like these dudes need to stop thinking that they doing their thing because yeah. they busting a nut. Like, but bro. but they think they're doing their thing because they're messing. They're also dealing with females who aren't experienced as well, or who allow it. Yeah. It's, okay. It's yeah. A lot of females who will just fake it. Yeah. They just get over it. They allow it. Damn, I feel like you, you need to have conversations about stuff like that. Why sex can't be like. Why can't be associated with other things that has trial and error? You study it. You can't trial and error your, your way through everything. You got to study parts of it. Like, you got to have some on-the-job training, and you need to study it. So yeah. but a lot of women will fake it and not be real realistic with these men because the male ego is fragile. But you got to let you If you're messing around with somebody, you want to be pleased, too. You just ain't there for his pleasure. Like... You want to be pleased too. Yeah, that's true though. Y'all tell us if we bind down on your junk. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, cause you could feel you could feel that right then, like yo, hey, but hey, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> nah, she probably feeling some shit that we ain't feeling too though. Like, bro, that shit is. I feel like that shit is a science. Like it's an art and it's a science. And when you learn that shit, bro, when you learn that shit, that shit is, and it's an emotional side too though. Like with with that shit, you, I feel like your emotions uh play a huge part on how good the sex yeah. is. A lot Mental health takes a lot better depending on where you are. Yo, I heard this. I heard that you, a woman, remembers more leading up to the penetration than she does about the penetration itself. True. So that I means like that. take your time on foreplay. Because <laughs> the, dick, the yeah. dick is the dick. So you got to do the things leading up to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to diversify that shit. <laughs> diversify. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, bro, that's some that's some good shit. I think it's a, some shit that a lot of people will need to hear, yo. Yeah, yeah, I agree. A lot of people will want to discuss. I think sex is a topic that be real tough, touchy with people a and, lot of the time. And I think you should discuss that within your relationship as well. Like, actually. If you not, if both of y'all not that experience, or if one person not, y'all should have that com communicate that and fix it. What, what should they do? Like give them some advice. Communicate it and fix it. Like far as we gave all the advice already. Far as educating yourself on it and knowing how to tell your partner. I mean, some people you might just have to tell them it's trash, but some people you might just have to, like yo, you need to do this, or maybe go watch a couple of videos on how to do this or do that. 
and then go from there. You should just send her the videos. Like, I, I feel like what, in order to be successful, if it's that type of situation, find the type of videos you like, like if she don't give yeah. it. You know what I mean, I'm saying? No, you're right. Cause we'll send videos about anything else. Cause if somebody be like, uh, I want to learn how to make cakes, and you you see Jeez. some videos about how to make cakes, you're gonna you send them those shit. videos. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but so. people feel view sex is like really taboo and it makes people so uncomfortable. And I don't get it. Just to talk about it with your spouse too, because I guess it's another way that it's another thing that makes you completely open or vulnerable to a person. But if you don't know something, you you just gotta let it be known. And pride. Like, you know how women, how, how many how many women I know, like they may have sent them a video of like a porn star sucking dick and now they mad about it. And he mm -hmm. like, well, this, I want you to try like this or I want you to be this, like y'all want you to do this. Like, and, they, and they're mad about it. Yeah, yo, it, dude, it, that's deep, yo. That's I do real. think that it helped trust in a relationship a lot too. Cause then like you say, you're, you're being more vulnerable at that point. So once <laughs> you, if you get past that, like, that really Yo, good. watch your porn will kill your pride. You can't go off of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the thing though. This is don't watch that. You go, you gotta watch the at home video. Like you gotta watch stuff recorded with an iPhone. So. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that be the realistic stuff. Like if you wanna learn, yo, because think think about it, yo. The type of porn you like, I would hope, is what you think feels good, right? Like that's the type of porn you watch. Whatever I don't know. Like, I just went down a rabbit hole of porn, so I'm not even, I'm not even. <laughs> yeah. Yo, just... yo, what type of porn y'all watch, yo? <laughs> what type of porn you watch? <laughs> what type of porn you watch? Right. <laughs> yo, the type of porn, the type of porn, <laughs> no, no, yo. What's your keyword? No, the, what's your keywords? <laughs> No, what? Yeah, what's your keywords? That's what I'm asking. What's your keywords? Nah, the type of porn that I watch is usually, <laughs> it's usually two females, bro. It's something about girl that. Girl on girl. Like I, like I, girl on girl porn. If I was to watch porn, that's probably what I'm watching, yo. Like that's that. If I'm watching porn, that's what that's what I'm watching. Like that shit is, cause it's too like their bodies are like art, yo. And then two of them us, <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> That's it, you know. That's it, you know, orgasmic. Yo, what type of porn y'all watch, though? You gotta be watching music porn. The nigga scared. Porn is a rabbit hole. I ain't like, I scared. I'm like not, I'm not scared. It's just, it's just so much you, like, like she said, it's, it's a lot you can watch. It's, nah. Yeah, like, it's so much content on porn. Um, just random on selection. Porn sites in general. Uh, uh. Like, you cannot be judged on porn. <laughs> Leah say random selection. That nigga like it all. Hey. Yo, that shit, that shit is funny. So what's y'all keywords? <laughs> I don't, I don't go type no keywords in. What? You don't? Uh, nah, nigga. Nah, bro. Y'all, uh, y'all niggas cap like hell, bro. I'm not. <laughs> So y'all just watch anything, huh? Glory holes and shit. <laughs> porn is a fantasy. You can't, you can't be judged on your porn. Yo, you oh, really but can't. I do have a question with that. So would y'all be upset if if y'all if your if your girl or if your girl asks you why, like you watch the complete opposite of who she is, of what she is. Like if your girl, if your girl slim, but you watching BBW porn or you or like something like that. If, so, oh, so, okay. So you're saying if would we be offended 
If what now? If your if your girl if your girl watched the complete opposite of who you, of what you are, or yeah. if you know, like if you if you look a certain way, but your That's girl a good question. like her 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 porn search is completely different, or or white men or something like that, or land mm. men, like it it has nothing to do with you. So so then that so then that will go to the point that. That's a good question. It, that it, might be her fantasy. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It it would be a fantasy then because then if we if we really do judge people based off their porn search or keywords or whatever, then. I mean, a lot of people probably be judged a lot differently in this world. <laughs> yo, yo, so, but would you be mad if she was watching complete opposite of you? That's if that's her fantasy, hey man. So it's just so. I'd be curious. I'm like, yo, that's what you want. Queen doesn't leave So if you look at something and it's just all <laughs> white dudes and they just everything is white, like yo, what's what you like, white dudes? I, I mean, I'd be curious to ask. I'm not gonna feel. I I ask about it. I'd be curious, like, yo, why you, why you always watch white dudes? Like, what's up? Yeah. That search is dangerous now. When does it become a problem? Yeah, because I feel like if I feel like if porn can be a fantasy, but if I call my man watching gay porn, it's gonna be a problem. Uh, nah, uh, oh no, nah, that's uh, that's a whole different. Uh, well, like when, but when does this oh, happen? So that was different. Yeah. <laughs> 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 With, now, now that's when it becomes a problem. Because yeah. now, if you if you catch a if you catch a guy in the room and he looking at uh, dudes bang each other out, you are gonna be sitting here like. But what about if your girl was watching girls? Then, then okay, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Then you can then you can also Shit. ask that question like, so are you in the girls? Yeah, but if she says yes, that that's a, that's a okay for y'all. But if he said yeah, so what if Listen. so what would you do if you, if you if you had a guy and he and you. You went through his history or something, and you see like all these, uh, what is it? I don't, I don't know. Um, what bisexual porn? I guess what that's what you would call it. I don't know. Yeah, that's what is. That's what it is. What would you? What would your conversation be? like? How would you? Would you feel some type of way about that? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have no conversation. I'm leaving. Like we, that's not a conversation anymore. I'm not. I can't. I'm not what you want. And as much as you shouldn't have to compete in your relationship or anything like that, like. I cannot compete with the male anatomy. Like, I am a woman. Yo, so if that's what you want. That, what are you doing? We have no conversation. We're about to go. Like, I'm, a, I'm Yo. leaving. Yo, facts, though. But the crazy thing is, it's just crazy that, like, if I saw somebody watching girl on girl porn, I'd be like, oh, you into that shit, too? Like we let's we could watch this shit together. Like yeah. that that's the, that's the type of shit that I I would be on if I caught my significant other watching girl girl on girl porn. Yo, but for real though, it's a lot of dudes that'll be mad at that shit though. Really? Yeah. Like it's some real insecure guys. I've spoken with girls before that got, okay. So if you if you and your significant other have a threesome, right? And your girl as a guy, your girl ends up like fucking with the girl without you. Is that cheating? Yeah. Y'all think that's cheating? Without them knowing, yeah, it is. It, if y'all had an agreement, like, we will only do this if we both know, then yeah. But if y'all didn't have that agreement, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that's, cheating. That's... Like, you, you, you're going to question it because you're attracted to it. Yeah. But if you if you weren't attracted to it, it it'll be cheating. But not only that, like, you can... Women can still like form an emotional connection with each other. You can really get your ass left for another woman. Would you be Would you be mad yeah, if a girl left you for another girl? Come on, me. Yeah. Shit. 
I'll be like, yo, she's been a lesbian the whole time. Or <laughs> you turned her into a lesbian. Nah, I ain't turning shit. <laughs> you been that way. Yeah. I was just a short fix for you. That's all. But nah, yeah, I agree nah, with you. I'm like joking. some people do look at sex as something that people don't want to talk about. And people mm-hmm. feel like they shouldn't have to talk about it freely. But I feel like if you're comfortable with your sex life and you're comfortable with who you are, like, I mean, ain't, ain't, I mean, it's human. Like, having, having sex is human. And, like, we shouldn't shy away from that conversation because we can't educate a lot of people on it. True. And if it wasn't, if I feel like if it wasn't such a taboo subject, people wouldn't cheat as much. Sure. Oh, oh, that's true. Point. You got a good point. I ain't think about it that so way. So women are sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you coming on tonight. I don't know if you guys had uh, any other questions that y'all wanted to ask her. If so, if not, or if you had any other questions that you wanted to ask us. I do have one question, but I can get off and y'all can nah, talk. Nah, nah, go ahead. Like, what up? Why, why is confidence only accepted when people feel like you shouldn't have it? Like, y'all know who Lizzo is? Yeah. You know, she's confident in her skin, like, but yeah. people call her brave for being that confident. But if 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 somebody who who's considered bad or fine, depending on what your attraction is, they, it's the opposite. Like, I feel like confidence is only, you can only have it if people feel like you shouldn't, you shouldn't have it. Yo, that's, 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 that's yeah. actually, that's dope. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. I, but I, but I feel like it's, it's like I've been, t- been hitting on, like that shit starts from what we see growing up, like all the way throughout our life. Like we see, the front person on the front magazine, this is what confidence looked like. Like that, like we they, we've been programmed to believe that that shit has a look instead of it just being a feeling. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we we so misled into believing what's physical instead of the non-physical that we we don't, we've been manipulated horribly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like we, I don't, that's a good question because a lot of people don't realize that that's a thing. And And I think it's been something that's been formed like to, like people say it's science, like fat people, they 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 don't have confidence in themselves because they're fat, so they're scared to show their body, they're scared to do this. So we just automatically assume like every fat person doesn't have confidence in their body. Every every fat person is scared to show their body, every fat person is scared to do this, or every skinny person is like so we it's well, like also with dark skinned people in the black community too. Okay. Only yeah. with the women though, not with the men. Dark skinned women? Yeah. You mean like black black women, like like dark women, yeah. dark and black women. So, but I, but so I don't, you, you saying people feel like dark skinned women shouldn't be confident? Well, you're brave when you are. Oh, no, I see what oh, you're saying. I really? see what you're saying. I, no, I see what you're saying. That's a, that, like, see, that, that's crazy. That's the thing. Because yeah, people be she, like, oh, she got beautiful. She's showing her beautiful skin. Like, she, she's proud of her beautiful skin. Like, mm-hmm. no, she's just black. Like, what, what do you I don't get it. I, I definitely don't get it. But I actually do agree. Like, I think that's something we have, like, science been telling us, like, these people are not confident within themselves. If you're not this complexion, or if you're albino or something like albino people, they supposed to be not confident with themselves. We don't have confidence or whatnot. So I feel like it's it's definitely something that's been put out there and it's not being pushed that everybody should have confidence, no matter what color you are, how big you are, how small you are. Like you should have confidence, no matter what. Yeah, I, and I feel like that shit is going back to everything beginning with us, because nobody can give you that. Yeah. Like if you depend on somebody to give you confidence, then you already you going down the wrong. But can world, somebody world. take it away? If they can't give it to you, they can't take it away. Like if they if they can give it to you, then that's a problem. If they can't give it to you, 
then you it ain't shit that nobody can do with something that can't be that you developed on yourself on your so own. I feel like confidence be, always is given out like on social media. Like com- social media give out a lot of confidence to people. If somebody likes everything you're doing or like uh, all your fake pictures, it gives you that confidence. Like oh, e- either it could be either be a girl or a dude. Like oh, I'm pretty. This and the third because a lot of people like my picture. They giving you that confidence. They building it up. But if they stop, they take yeah. So I mean. I don't know. It's it, that's that's a real good topic, but it's just like I don't know. It's weird how, so, how people think is, about though. themselves. Not even how people think about themselves, but how we as people look at look at other people. That's very weird, and that's something we got to get away from as people because it can hurt a lot of people for real. Like Lizzo, like like you say, like Lizzo. I feel like she shouldn't. Nobody of her size should be ashamed of themselves. Like it took it take people like that coming out saying. I'm free. I'm big. I'm this, that, and third. Now you got a lot of other people saying I'm free because Lizzo. She came out. She showed this. She showed that. I mean, yes, she did give other people the confidence, but it should have never came to that point where she had to do that to give people confidence. Right. She shouldn't have like the platform she had, basically. Yeah. Because prime example, like, um, what award show was that? She went to the award show, and I think her butt was out. If some, let's say Beyonce probably would have did that. Just fine. Just fine, yeah. But when Lizzo did it, it was a whole problem. I mean, I do get like kids are watching this, then I understand all that stuff. But like had Beyonce did it, it would have been probably it would probably been a fashion statement. Absolutely. So that's crazy though. I agree. You got any more questions? You got some pretty interesting questions, man. I like I like the questions like that that make you think like, hmm. That's what philosophy is about, baby. I wish I would have wrote different perspective. Time, but that's it. That's all I can think of. Now nah, we hear we hear every Saturday, same time, same channel. You know, you ain't, we ain't hard to find. We ain't running from nobody. Uh, we appreciate you calling in. Thank you for your perspective and especially thank the you females' perspective. Yep, yeah, and yeah, we look to have you, you back, Shotty. I'll probably be back. All right, <laughs> all right. Thank all right you. bye. All right, yo. So that was she, yo. She really gave some real good ass like insight yo like perspective on Facts. from the female from the female version right the free female's perspective Facts. like saying, like she dropped some real some stuff for us to think about which is what we need but yo we got another caller man we own we own we own tonight yo so we got another call in uh one of the things that we discussed before we actually started uh started the recording was um some of the things that mental slavery has caused exactly what that is what the system is i went on live and i said a little bit about that um so we got to call it at another female from the so we have that female's perspective on the things even it's the importance of a woman in the black community like different things like that that's that's shit that be on my heart a lot yo i don't think a lot of people really see what's going on bro like I, it's but let me introduce the caller. We've got a caller on the line. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great. How are yeah. you feeling? How I'm are you good. feeling? I'm good, good. I'm good. Boogie Bo- 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 looks like he feel good. He probably can't say it. He ain't even speak yet. Okay. <laughs> his T-shirt, his V-neck then turned into like an extra V-neck. <laughs> that, shit is, that shit is a U-neck. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's funny. My V's still sharp, man. <laughs> yo, that's, that's it, wavy. <laughs> but, but yo, like, but one of the, one of the things that I've I've been talking about, and I that I know that's close to you too, is like what's going on in the black community right now. Like, what what are the parallels to what's been going on? 
is mental slavery. Is mental slavery a real thing to you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what that's that's the uh that's the dynamic that has us in our space right now. You know, people think because we're out of chattel slavery or, you know, the literal chains and things of that nature that yeah. our ancestors went through. It, it was just transferred, you know? It yeah. was just transferred. Yeah, so so how do you see it today? Like, what, like how, um, what does slavery look like today? Slavery today is, I think, mainly the separation of knowing who you are. Um, oh, yeah. I think issue like that's like a, that's the root of it like we don't know who we are i feel i believe i believe heavily in self-love and you can't love someone you don't even know you know what i'm saying and you don't know yourself to love who you actually are not this idea of you or the idea of what the perfect you looks like and i think as a people that's like one of the worst things that we have going on right now we have no clue we don't know our culture you know some people don't even know that yeah, some of us are straight from the motherland, you know, but some of us, like, our everything started right here because some of our people were already here. Yeah. And we just lost. We don't, I think that's yeah. the worst part. And you know what? I, I feel like that's the thing that we suffer as black people. We suffer from that, that shit, but especially as black men, like, as black men, we are taught to be emotionless almost. Like, we don't... It, we don't show emotion. We're not supposed to show emotion because that's a weak, that's a weakness, right? But I feel like right. feeling, right? I feel like it's important for us to feel ourselves. You said you mentioned knowing ourselves. Like we got to understand our feelings because that's the language that don't lie. Like the language of feeling don't lie. Like that that shit is the only truth. Yo, you can feel some type of way, and the words that come out of your mouth explain something completely different. So the words don't really mean nothing. Them shits can be manipulated from the transfer from what you feel to the words that come out of your mouth. But if you can understand the language of feeling, bro, you it'll be easier for you to navigate through life. And the only way that you can really understand feeling is if you can understand your own. And people don't pay attention to that shit, especially as black men, because they think the only emotion, if a guy said, yo, I'm in tune with my feelings, they think that means that he cry a lot or some shit when it's, yo, if you don't, if you're not in tune with your feelings, if you can't understand that, like how could you love somebody? You can't. You 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 can't just choose what feelings you're numb to. If you don't know your emotions, you don't know your emotions. You can't love properly if you don't know how to feel yourself. If you don't know what sad feel like. If you don't know what you know frustration, the difference between fr frustration and mad. Like you ain't gonna know that stuff for. So in the black community, bro, I feel like that's one thing that we need that will help break our mental slavery, like you said is knowing ourselves and not separate, being separate from that. So are you guys familiar with the telephone game? No. No? So short version. Um, it's like something you played maybe back in elementary school. And basically it's where one person has a sentence. So let's yeah, just call it a yeah. secret. You pass it around the table. And by the time it makes it back, the person who gave it is totally different. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what happens with our language. So as you're speaking, you're calling it feelings, but I would like to call it energy. Because right. emotion is energy in motion. So what happens is energy is our first language. When you catch a vibe, that's our first language. That's mm. before before we enter into this, you know, human body and subject it to time. That's where we at. We we speak in energy. And it's a, even in the womb, like mm, when a baby is in the womb, the baby will communicate energetically. You know, the baby does speak. Yeah. So what happens is 
the filter of the thing coming from energy going into language, it's like the telephone game. The message is never the exact same. Kind of like the translation, if you know Spanish and then you hear it translated, there are some words that don't even translate over. I'm going to tell you, and I hope I don't offend anyone, but that's what happens with religion as well. Even like, let's just take Christianity, the original Hebrew yeah. um, language of that Bible. The There are many words that does, did not translate over or translate correctly because English doesn't have that word or it doesn't. It doesn't define it the same way. Even yeah. like the even the word God, but that's another subject. Point is, you're so right. Like if you you don't you don't even know how to interpret your own energy. energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have no clue what it means, and so therefore, and energy is our connection to source. You know, our creator, the whomever facts. you may consider that. Right. And so if you can't, that means you can't interpret your guidance. You know yeah. what I mean? When when you're getting guidance inside. You don't even know how you don't even know how to interpret what that's saying to you, and that does keep you off of your track. Because a lot of times you think it's one thing, but it's really not because you can't put everything into words. Everything doesn't make it into language, so it's very so important true. to know how to interpret emotions. Yeah, bro, like that's and I want especially black men to understand, like yo, it's okay, yo, like it's okay to understand your feeling. You don't got to go around crying. There's so much many. It's your energy. There's, there's so many different other forms. Like, the only energy that you feel like you want to be proud of is sexual energy. Like, it's still an energy. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like, yo, understand all of that shit. No, that's Crying isn't... I hate when it's like, don't cry at all. Like, I, I, I hate when I see men teach other men, especially little boys, don't cry, you're a boy. Like, no, nah, but crying is release. And what happens is a lot of men get this built-up energy because of you know, the dynamic of being a man, you know, testosterone itself. And then some guys who can release it, you know, they choose the gym, but that's an aggressive way to release your energy. It does work, oh, but sometimes you need something less aggressive. Sometimes you need an actual flow, a release, instead of, you know, transforming it into something else. And especially when it's negative, you know, sometimes you can take a really positive situation and go into the gym and really work it out. But sometimes you can go into the gym feeling a certain way and you may leave with a little bit of weight relief, but not really, you know, because you've been in there pumping iron. But what happens is you ain't really thinking on it. You know what I mean? You're not allowing it to come out. And I really hate when I, you know, when men don't embrace crying. Like, I ain't saying cry about everything. I'm just saying sometimes it does call for a cry. And it's, crying is simply a form of relief. It's not a feminine thing. Yeah. But I think that's why... Um... I think that's why men don't embrace it because they do feel like when people say it's okay to cry, like, because some people you do meet, they cry about everything. Like, they can cry off, like, a little scene they see in a movie. They can cry about uh, they saw a cat got ran over in the road or something. So Nah, that shit is sad, though, if a cat got run over. Like, if any, <laughs> if I see any animal die, bro, that's it. That's it. Sad as hell. And, I might and, cry. And you would cry when you pass by it? Nigga, no, if I see it. Oh, no, I'm talking I, about, like, <laughs> you, yeah. Oh, if you see it, oh, okay. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like that's why guys, because they feel like a guy not supposed to cry about everything. Like, yeah. and I mean, I have a that's different true. outlook on that because I, I knew people who did, and it it wasn't... But that shit starts, I feel like that shit starts, like, you have to practice your mental, yo. Like, it, like it, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to, like, mentally be aware of what's going on in your feelings. Like you got, you got to be able to be aware of that shit. And with that, that mental shit, that mental shit is is deeper than just our feelings. Like I feel like 
everything that we see, everything that we digest, like puts us in the position that we're in today. That's why we can't come together and get shit right. What do you feel like the solution is to our situation as black people in America? Firstly, I think the situation is like, a, I mean, the solution is like an onion. Like, it's tenfold, you know. We got to stop thinking that it's, it's a one-and-done thing. Like, um, I think, like, for instance, with this whole, like, voting thing, some people feel like everybody should vote. You don't vote, shut up. You don't you know, vote or die. You know what I mean? There are so many different ways to combat this situation. Voting ain't it. You know what I mean? It's not the only thing. So I think the first thing is knowing that, knowing what your place is in the solution. And giving leeway for other people to have a different place than you. We do not cut ourselves or each other no slack. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. you can do what I'm doing. It, it's everything. They make, we make everything so divisive. So, like, you know, it's either this or it's nothing. You're wrong. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. the first thing is understanding that there are more than one way to skin a cat, and we don't all got to skin it the same way. As long as we skin it, we in the game. So I think that's first, figuring out that there are different different pieces and playing your role. I think that's like one of the other things that's about, you know, the breakup in our community, not knowing that there are roles to be played. Even if you know how to do everything that needs to be done, you will excel best in one or two areas. And that's where you should focus your energy. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, I was having the same conversation about like, you know, it would be a white man business, but black people doing all the work or Mexicans doing all the work or some shit like that. Like we have the skill. Like if we could build a big ass house together as this crew, we can bring the same crew together and build you a house, build you a house, build you. We can all, all right. build our own houses. All we need is the supplies. Like take take the time to like yo every each one of us gonna get our dream house and we gonna team up together and we gonna make that shit happen. Like we can do that shit. I don't know why we don't think that way though. Like yeah, it's like it's we, yeah we don't work together. We yo we don't waddle. What's what's the root? What's the root of that shit? The root, the root is again knowing ourselves. Somebody taught us. Do you hear how many black people will profess that out of their mouth? We never see. We don't understand where our power lies. In the one, our power does lie in our tongue, in our thoughts. That's where it begins. Yeah. And every it seems so many black people got it in their heart. We don't work together. We don't do this together. We don't know how to come together. Until we stop professing that, it's not gonna happen. It don't. Yes. It don't pop off. Nothing, like, belief comes before truth. I'm going to say that again. Belief comes before truth. So if we don't believe in it, that shit ain't never coming. So many people that feel like we ain't going to do it, we ain't going to do it. And that's that's the lie. It's it's that simple to keep us divided. And then we just compound it. We compound it with the multiple religions and the multiple um, schools of thought and the, you know, all the miseducation and the just the whole nine, like it it goes that deep with one single thought, and then we just we add to it. Not to mention, like that's really how this shit work anyway. You pick one thing, and you're gonna attract more stuff just like it. That's how it goes. You just you 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 put the energy out there, and whatever matches that is gonna come to it. So those who believe that we cannot work together, that we cannot do teamwork, they're only going to see the truth in that. You know what I mean? As a man yeah. thinking. And that don't change no matter what. Yo, and the crazy thing is, though, that shit, like, the answer to that, it, it's, it's going to take black men, number one. And the, the number one thing, it's going to take black men, and this is hard to explain why, it's going to take it black men to come together to change the entire black culture. This is why. If you got a black man 
that's standing up for black people, you probably have a black woman that's standing up for him. So that you got that black man headed in the right direction, so you got the black woman that's going to follow it if that black man is headed in the right direction. And then with them heading in the right direction, as far as black people, they're going to teach their black kids that shit. So with the woman, with the woman, the government has made it so easy for a woman to be successful without a man, without a black man in particular. Like, like, in, like that shit tells you how powerful the black man is for the black community. I disagree with that. And the reason why is because I feel like that's why we're not, we're not moving forward because we, we are separate we look at certain things like black males have different issues than black women. When I say different issues, they're looked at differently. Like if we all come together with as a race, such as black women and black men, because it doesn't matter who lead or do this or do that. It just, we all have to come together because it, a black woman can just be, be as strong as a black male for real, for real. Yeah. 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 Of course. But I don't think it would take, just, I don't think it would take black men. I, I would think it, it, it would take us accepting that we, that women can do just as much as we can as well. I, okay, so who out here getting killed by police officers? Mainly black men. Black who, men and black women. A lot of oh, stuff is I not said, being broadcast. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff yeah, isn't but, being broadcast. But what's the target? What's the story? When they wanted to train That's slaves, the story they're trying to push. Okay. When but they a lot of black women are being killed as well. Yeah, I agree. A lot is. You got to grip. You, you got to see what Tweezy's saying, his agenda. No, I, no, I, no, I, I get what he's saying, but I'm saying I don't agree with that because it... You ain't it, even finished. Yeah, you ain't finished. I thought finished. you was done. Because you got to <laughs> think about it. What Tweety pretty much is saying, like, he's right. Because, like, say, when, a, when, a, when it comes to the child, the black woman gets all the support. You know what I mean? The black man got to pay, right? Section 8 or whatever. The black man can't stay with his child. The family can't be together. It gotta but, be a single parent. But that's not the case in every situation, though. But yeah, let, let me tell you how they let me tell you how they started dividing people as slaves. They took the strongest black man. They took the strongest black man, and this is like the Willie Lynch legger, and tortured them in front of all the black women, the other black men, and the black children. So they took the black man out of the household so the mama can in turn train that black little boy to be submissive to the white man. So by her training the little boy to be submissive to the white man, you controlling the black culture. Because that woman is, she gonna train that woman to be strong because she got to because the man ain't gonna be there. He gonna be submissive. So you training, you went by her training that woman to be so strong, it broke, and the man to be so weak, it broke the black family. And it's the same thing that they doing now, bro. I agree with that back then, but like now, it's, now it's different times. Nigga, and it's I, the same. That's what police brutality is. That's why they put that shit on TV for us to see every day. So the conversations that a black mama have with her black little boy is, yo, I don't want that to be you. Make sure you're being submissive to these police officers. And they still raising the black woman to be a strong black woman. Like, that's why that shit is just in front of us all the time. You see that shit all the time. But but what's wrong with both of us being strong and both of us united and going at it together versus it Nigga, has to be a I'm black saying. male? Because we the one out here killing each other, black men. We killing each other. That's that's the we killing each other, we getting killed by the police. Can I answer that? Yeah. I want to answer your question about what's wrong with both of us being strong. This is what I kind of was meaning, hinting at when I talked about us knowing our role. So right now, the black woman is strong. You know what I mean? 
and I know it's gonna be so many women that's gonna want to blow my head off about this, but I don't care, sis. It's real. Like we have to know it. our role, what we excel at. So yes, the black woman can be just as strong or stronger in some cases. You know what I mean? Because that's the way this shit been set up from way back when. However, where we excel at is not in the leadership role where the man is. If if we were allowed to take our proper place in di- in dynamics, and I, I say proper loosely. If we chose the dynamic where the black man is the head of the household and then the wife is right behind that and then the children, we would see a different outcome. Now, I ain't talking about like back in the day, like when grandmas had, you know, granddaddies had a whole nother across town. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about what the white people, the Willis letter is talking about. The woman, the reason why we don't need to be in the same leadership role as a father is because our role is to lead the next generation. If I am working, if I am president and all this other shit that a man can do, then who's teaching our children? But who came the up black with that? Father? The black father? Who came up with what? Who came up with that role that a woman is like, can't can't lead or can't do that? Who who said that? Or I, who said that's no, the woman no, role? No, I, this is not what I am not saying. Well, first off, all, all we're talking about right now is opinion. None of us got no yeah, facts no, no, about, no, I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm just asking yeah. So I'm telling you my opinion, and I'm not saying that a woman cannot lead. I am just saying where she excels at with her leadership, where she goes best. The reason why she goes best in leading our next generation is because that's not where a man goes best. A man does not go best there. A man, physically, all that good shit is built for his, his back to carry the weight of the world, while the woman carries the weight of the family. And those are very important roles, both of them. The problem is that we've been taught to look at the woman as like the stay-at-home mom as a weak bitch who does nothing but, you know, eat off her husband and tell the kids what to do. When really her role is just as important as the president. The raising the next generation, the children are the world, literally. That's and a lot like, of times that shit is harder. That shit is harder. Definitely way harder. Right? Exactly. Harder. If the, if the black woman excels in her role in leading the home and leading the children, the black man can be uplifted because then he don't got to come home and worry about all the other things that are at home. And he can put his force into making sure that we're protected, into making sure that we're provided for. If everybody's out there, if we both out here working and providing, like you got this two-parent household, both of y'all are gone, you got your latchkey kids, all this stuff. This is why kids are getting so much stuff from the street. This is why a single woman household fails most of the time you know what i mean even mm-hmm. though like oh well my mama raised me and i went to college and all this other shit here but yeah brother if we put you up against a brother who was raised in a two-parent household with this type of dynamic you would not win out sorry but you just would not because you haven't been given a balance in it and that's what's most important a balance and when we're talking about balance yes i can lead i can fight i can be a warrior i can do all of that but we're talking about where we excel at we're talking about where we are best placed for everybody to win. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a leader, but I cannot wait to take my rightful place into leading just the family because that's where I will excel. That's just the way, like, that's the dynamic of a man and a woman. It's why there, all that gender fluidity shit, like, that's why we can't be trying to be both. Damn. And that's what happens when a woman... Right now, what we're seeing in dynamics is when the woman, the women are the stronger of the two, right now it produces a certain energy. And people want to talk about, well, it's a homo, uh, uh, um, what's the word? The agenda of um, 
why can't I think of the word? You know, the gay, I don't want to call it just gay people, but the, people think it's an agenda when really it's an energetic shift. The energetic shift arose because the feminine energy is on top. There's no balance and we need a balance. And for balance, you can't try to play all the roles. If you're doing everything, then you're not doing your thing the best. And we excel best. Like, where's the feminine energy? Women don't even know how to be feminine anymore. I had to take a class on that shit because it's a lost way when really that's where we excel. Like, it's the reason why you're a woman. And so if you're taking on so many masculine talents, like bitches out here building houses and driving tow trucks, ain't nothing wrong with it. But this is not where we are best suited to be at. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the woman sitting at home being barefoot and pregnant all day. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm just talking about excelling in femininity because we need balance in our homes, in our children, and no man can give a, a, the balance of femininity. Like it's not a thing. Like so you, you can so only you feel give. Like, a you feel like this shit need to go be like pretty much like modern day village times for black people. Man, what we would we would be so much better off togetherness, <laughs> yeah, I, family, I all like, of it. I feel I feel like that, bro. I I agree. To be honest, I I, I agree. Not, I would I agree with what you said. I I agree with what you said as far as that being that a lot like males were present wasn't present in certain households. Just then the third that it did bring on a certain type of like a energy. yeah type of energy. energy. But I was just I was just more concerned like women, like some women they they are natural born leaders and they can lead. Like some women are. Some women can do that that role that role pretty well and i don't see anything wrong with a woman now some women are good at bettering our future with our kids this that and the third but some women aren't natural born leaders they they became that no that's it yeah i mean i agree with you i agree with you on that and but what i'm saying is i the reason why i say yo it takes a black man because we are the most broken bro as and in the black community black men are the two Shit, we damn near hate each other more than we hate anybody else. So if we can get that shit together and love one another, the entire black community is gonna follow that shit, yo. Like that, it just is because the women are gonna, the women are gonna follow that, follow that shit. Women are strong. Women are fighters, bro. I work at a club, bro. I would rather break up a guy's brawl <laughs> than two women fighting, bro. Like that, that's that's it. That, yeah, a women, right. yeah, women are fighters, yo. Like, even if you look back in the history, those women were the strong ones that kind of pushed the dude to do the shit that he said he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so it's like, we gotta, if we came together, everything has to fall. And we gotta teach our kids. Yo, that's another thing. The school system, when when people say the system, like, when people say the system is rigged and, like, to put them in the system and, are we just in the system, what is that? What is that system? What do you, what do you call it starts there. That's the beginning of the system right now. I couldn't, let me take the, the school system's a fucking joke. Even T.I. said it himself. I, I know he's probably the best person to quote right now, but I always think about this song. The school is <laughs> just a white man's name for playing good. Like, and that's some real, that's real spill. Like, if you think about all the useless information that was pumped into us from K through 12, and then we get out here in the world and we can't apply half of that. And then if you're studied, you'll find out that half of the other half of it ain't even real. Christopher Columbus did not discover America. Why did we spend time on that? How is that a holiday? Why is that a thing? Like we can go through the list of things. It's just a complete bull that was given to us. 
And I want to say, you're speaking to a natural born leader woman. Like, that's my thing. But one thing different between a man and a woman being natural born leaders, when we're in our wrong, when we're leading in the wrong area, we will, we will tire out there. And that's what happens. Like, you'll either see, like, what's the, what's the new VP's name? Uh, Kamala Harris. Yeah. She don't have any children. Now, she has, she doesn't have any children. She has, she had the opportunity to just climb the ladder without being a mother. The problem happens when you are having these babies and you're still trying to climb that corporate ladder. The woman will tire out while the man can keep pushing. And that's where you meet the angry woman at. That's where you, because she's not in her role and she's not happy. She's not where, she's not serving where she can best to be placed. And again, emphasis on modern. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it is, this is a new day. But it doesn't change the dynamics. It's like saying, like, oh, man, it's 2020. Nobody needs love. Yeah, for the rest of humanity, you're going to need it. It's necessary. And that's the same thing when it comes down to these roles. Like, again, I'm not talking about at home, barefoot and pregnant, but we do have places that we are best, that we best serve at. And yeah. a lot of times, if you're a natural born leader as a woman, I'm speaking as one, trying okay, so- to climb the corporate, whatever other thing, it's not our place. Yeah, and the so- school system, yeah. Oh, now, what about what? What if the women turn their leadership into building proper school systems for right. our people? Yo, yeah, yeah. That's that's leadership. We still need that. You need principals. You need teachers. And and if it's all women, again, that 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 is way. That's what Bruh. we better serve our interests. Bro, right? think about think about like it was an African American curriculum K through twelve. Yo, like that. Like if we could. Shit, ain't shit keeping us from homeschooling kids, but occupations. But if we could come up with a curriculum and could start like a schooling, like that for African Americans to, for us, bro, because I do feel like that's the system. I and I, I know Grip, uh, Grip is a is a teacher. He's a teacher up in D.C. So his philosophy is be, I'll be from a different perspective. But I do feel like school is the system that, especially in the South. I don't know about up north. Um, but in the South, school is the, the school system. That's that's the system that creates all of this mental slavery that we in, bro. And the reason that the reason why I say that shit is, yo, you go to you go you go to school and everything white is is amazing. Like everything right is great. You got Cindy Cinderella stories. That's great. All the princess stories as a little girl, white white little girls. You go to school in the black hit. You got. Like you said, Christopher Columbus, Shakespeare, like all of this, uh, Socrates, like all all of this, all of this, this greatness, this great philosopher, this great poet, this great fucking discoverer, like like you got all of this great shit. But then when you start talk, learning about black people, it's like yo, y'all were slaves, like y'all went shit, like y'all we hung y'all from trees, like we like all of this bad shit happened. Y'all don't come from nothing good. Y'all came from Africa, and y'all don't even know where y'all came from. Like that, got assassinated. Like, that, yeah, that, yeah, that shit is that shit plays on the mind of a child. Whatever you, whatever, what this, like, the way life works. Whatever you put in front of you, most often is what you're gonna believe. If you keep putting that shit in front of you, especially as a kid, like you gonna start believing that shit. And like she said, believe come before truth. So we make that shit true by allowing our kids to be fed this shit every day, and we they looking at it. You're looking at the same screen, but you're looking at it from a white perspective and you're looking at it from a black perspective. You're looking at it as I'm a great white person and you're looking like, damn, like we've always been treated like shit because that's where they start our history at. So it, it, that's the system. So we grow up into adults and we 
don't even realize that, yo, that's the system. That's the system. The white people in it, too, it just worked out better for them because the system was for them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's why I believe that that shit is. School system is the system that creates mental slavery. And, and I, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. And when I say to a certain extent, it's like, like yeah, us growing up, like, we, we went through all that because, like, we didn't have, first off, we didn't have the technology to do this, to do that, do this, to do that, to find out what we wanted to know. Now we, we have exposure to all that stuff. So I, I can tell you, I taught in South Carolina for a year. And, yeah, it wasn't really nothing mentioned about black history. Not, not really black history or anything unless your teacher told you about it. And, I mean, at school I was at, we had a good share of black teachers, so we educated the kids on black education and black excellence. So we educated the kids on that. But how much do we, we really know about that shit, though? That's the thing. Because if you ain't doing your own... It ain't much curriculum. But, well, it's shit. not. But and and see that's the see that's the thing. It's not a lot, but it also you also have to get this in chunks too. When I say in chunks, like you can't throw all this at some to somebody at one stage. Like, yo, this is everything you need. Like, it has to be at different. And I feel like when kids start understanding, like I feel like maybe like seventh or eighth grade, that's when you kind of really need to start educating them on on all that. Because going from middle school through all the way through high school, that's kind of when you really start, your mind really start, even though kid, people say kids learn things at a younger age, but in middle school, you really start understanding like, okay, this is how this works, this is how this works, this is why this is going on, this is why this work on going on. Because prime example, like my class, we had, we I asked them how they felt about what went on at the Capitol, when people saw in the Capitol. They had a lot of different things to say about it. Yeah. And they, they felt some type of way about it that these people were allowed to do this to the Capitol and we can't, uh, protests or like when they was rioting and stuff like breaking in target this and the third people was getting tear gas arrested this and the third but these people breaking into the capital they was allowed to do that then they got arrested afterwards so but we, but we already know that though like that i feel like that's some, that's some shit that we know we were just mad that it was exposed again and not went down about it. no no i'm saying no i'm yeah. saying we we know i was saying that's how my class felt about it but then when we educate them about everything before that, that's when they really start understanding, like, okay, so this is why this happened, or this is why this happened. But I feel like now we have the tools to do it, and you, we also do need that curriculum, but us saying it and not doing it is the different part to it, because we say we need that curriculum, but we keep letting, letting them push these different curriculums into these public schools. Like, we can have the power to say, all right, here go a curriculum that I feel like needs to be in there. And it can happen. But we gotta push that envelope, and because if is it if it's really education and if it's true facts, they gotta teach it. Really, I feel that way. Yo, they know they know what the true facts are. I first off, let me say the, the one thing, the only thing I can really say I just disagree down to the bottom of my soul with is waiting as late as the seventh and the eighth grade. It is a scientific fact that after the age of seven. You just monitoring behavior at that point. I don't give a damn what you think you're doing. The heart, the root of who that person is. This is why people still revert back to childhood things. It's all the stuff that happened in the most crucial times of life, from conception to seven years old. That's when you can make the major impact. That child should be learning who they are long before the seventh and eighth grade. Long before that. You, you, you're right. You're and right. Again, you're right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. This is us. This is if we could be in our in the roles that we excel in. If as a mother, from the beginning, I'm putting headphones on my belly as my child grows, teaching them who they are. And, and then when they come out, I've spent time, I've already created a curriculum to teach my child before anybody in the school system gets to them who they are. 
then you can't even steer my child in the wrong way with all those lies. But that's not what's going on. People, women out here trying to lead, have these major jobs, be in these major spaces. My brother's wife just had a baby. And you know what her focus is? Getting back to work. The baby's two weeks old. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's on the woman's mind because she got a breadwin too. She got to put in her part. And again, this that's where we've fallen off at. That child need to know what's up long before the seventh and eighth grade. It, I mean, at that point, this is how we get doomed because we let them put the things that don't even matter into us long before we realize what it's worth, before a child can type into YouTube or Google and figure things out on their own. Like, we should be we should be learning stuff like that way before it's time to be in school. And the child's mind, anybody's mind, is wide open, but the baby's is the most wide open. It's a sponge. And if you want to teach it something, it's, it's from birth to seven years old that you're going to really get the learning in. After that, all the subconscious bullshit that we suffer from on a daily, it's, it's implanted already. Yeah. I, I agree, but I, I do feel like kids' minds are open to, at that age, like, and when, when I say the seventh and eighth grade, like, their minds are open because they're at, at middle school age, they're still trying to find themselves. So their minds are still open to learning and educating themselves more. I, I get what you're saying about certain, because I feel like the fundamentals need to be given to them at that young age. Like the stuff that they need to better their life at that young age need to be given. But after that, they need to really start learning their history because I feel like at that age, they can really understand a lot more the ones who, who are willing. Now, I grant you, like you do have some kids who just don't really care. And that's because they never, they at that household, the household they got, they go back home to a parent who don't really care about this, that, and the third. And we only have them for what? Six hours or seven hours out of the day. So you got to go home and deal with all this other BS. But when you come to us, that's the only time we get to see you. So, I mean, I feel like at that, I feel like they do need to learn the basics as far as how they come. They need a foundation. Yeah, they, they need, need a, a good foundation before they before we unload all that knowledge on them because it is a lot of deep knowledge into that because it's just more than slavery. Like 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 Tweezy was saying, like slavery is something that's been taught. Like, and I get so tired of teaching slavery, I don't even like talking about it. Like, everybody know we've been it's slaves. Everybody know we were so slaves. So it's so unnecessary. Yeah. There you go, yo, for real. And but that, but that's the thing is though, truthfully, I agree with both of y'all because one thing that me starting to dig into this stuff and dig into myself and understand black and like just reading different things about it, it's so it's a lot of this shit is psychological, bro. Like it ain't even it don't even have like a way to measure it. Like it's just like I said, these stories that you read the kids, these lullabies, like all of this stuff, these princess, like these prince, like it, like it, all, all of this stuff is all white. So you already teaching them that white is great. Like that, and to me, so when I start reading these kid books with the big ass words, you know what I'm saying? It's important to me that those kids are black. Yeah, no, because, I, I agree. Yeah, just because of they gonna learn what they see first. They probably don't even understand what you hear. What that looks familiar to them, like that they're comfortable with that thing, and they can't go to school and somebody can tell them anything less than that. Black being great, like it's okay right. if you you can say white great. You can say white is great. I ain't gonna say that it's not, but you can't tell me that white is great and black ain't. 
Like that, that's it. That I feel like that their psyche. Yeah, they're manipulating their minds early in the game. Early, early in the game. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that part, but I, I was speaking more towards like that deeper educational part. Go ahead. Sorry, y'all. My bad. Nah. I'm in mute for that. Oh no. Nah. Oh yeah, I agree with that deep, the deeper education part because that is something like when you get into that, you really do have to. I feel like if I learn this in the seventh grade, like start learning a lot of things about Black history other than slavery, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, this, that, and the third, even though I feel like now I learned a lot more about Malcolm X now than I knew back then. I learned a lot deeper about him and like about certain um, historic, historical Black people. Like, I learned mm -hmm. a lot about him, but I agree, like, growing up, you shouldn't be, yeah, Santa Claus is white, Santa Claus, this is white guy that's about to bring you all these presents this year. He, he provides for us. He brings you these presents. No. That's it. Like crazy. all that stuff, like kid, that's when I say like that foundation, like that foundation, parents need to lay that foundation at home. If parents mm -hmm. not doing that, then yeah, then but shit, you gotta think. So a lot of the parents are caught up in the system too. You right, you right. They ain't they ain't even aware. Oh, you right, you right. Yeah. You right. Like they they don't know. Like it's like it really takes you. Yo, it really that's takes it. you to be like, hold on, this ain't yo, some shit ain't right, yo. But <laughs> like, it's been going on years, hundreds of years before television and all this stuff. Like the, between the art and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, you think about your religion and like, like Jesus, they personally, yeah. you know, he's really not white, you know, yeah. you read the Bible. Yeah. But everything, that's when you start. I feel like you, you got to start questioning shit that you see. Like you can't take everything and be like, oh, this is the truth and live by that because yeah. it's not. It's not, yo. And for me, it's just like, yo, looking at stuff and seeing how stuff move, I'm like, yo, this shit ain't right. Like, they, this is a lie. What else they lying about? So you can't figure out what else they lying about. You just got to figure out more about yourself. That's the only way you can live your truth. That's true. For real. Now, you said something then. That, that's a rabbit hole trying to figure out what else they lying about. It's a rabbit hole. Like, yeah. I see so many brilliant black minds get so lost. I see so many, you know, in the quote-unquote woke community where, you know, especially black men just get stuck in the angry black man phase. They've been lying to us. They've been doing this. This is fake. This is da-da-da. And you just be so mad about everything. You never make it to the higher point. Like, yeah, we yo. get stuck. I think it's so point. Like, one of the, we, we don't see it, but when we, when we learn, like you just said, you learn deeper about Malcolm X. Even when we talk about MLK, like, Martin Luther King, all they talk about is he had a dream. You want to know what was more important than that he had a dream speech? The one where he talked about, I feel I have integrated my people into a burning house. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know what, what I was saying? But that was really some bullshit, y'all. We don't fucked up. We really need to be back where we were. Yo, you know what I mean? Friends. And get back Yeah. And the, and the crazy thing is, like, I know it's possible. I think people saying that it's impossible because they know that it's a really, really extremely slow process. But if it don't start, that shit ain't gonna ever happen, yo. Like, and that—that's just the fact. The fact of it. Like, it, it's really this shit is up to us. Like, we be like we wait on permission too much. I guarantee you, Chinese people in America still celebrating their Chinese holidays, yo. But yo, you'll be surprised. Like, so I mentioned to some people, like, yo, we need to write our own curriculum because this curriculum that he got for our kids isn't helping like our black kids in this community. Like it's not for our kids. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how many people was like, yo, you about to start some trouble. 
You'd be surprised how many people say that. Like, and I'm like, hey, y'all yeah. not with it? Like, That's yo, come on now. Like, we can do this. Like, if you a math teacher, you a science teacher, you this, you that, it takes if we come together and we write this curriculum, like, let's do it. Yo, you right. But like it's basically but, like saying we we gonna, we gonna run away. I'm I'm with you on breaking out and running away, but man, we gonna get in trouble. I don't know. Bruh, that's slavery. That's exactly you're right. how you work, right. bro. That's it's exactly Yeah. Yes. That's and it be exactly the people who be like, it, it, it sometimes it be the people who so, claim they're they're pro-black, like, nah, I ain't taking no mess off this white person or this, then the third yeah. thing. When you tell them, like, all right, so let's do this. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, nah, because I still gotta feed my family. Or this, then the third. Right. I mean, who to say we're gonna get fired? I mean. If they can create a curriculum, why can't we create? And, and people, they, that's what they do. They create it and they test it out, right? Yeah. Why can't we do that? And I we get, I get, crazy. I get what people are saying. Like it's going, but let's start this trouble because, like you said, this is educating our kids. This is educating our well, kids. Let's start. If you want stuff done, if the parents, you know, it starts with the parents too. Like you got to attend those meetings and stuff. No, that's true. But as a teacher, that's not happening. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like that's a, that's a joke to me. Just trying. So you have to bribe them with like, hey, we're gonna have pizza. We're gonna have wings. We're gonna have this. We're gonna have that. It's gonna be like a party. So you can come through. Then it'd be packed. certain towns. And the the, the 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 parents is involved with the kids. Uh, the school board and stuff, and they all attend the little meetings and stuff. Yeah. Like they, you know, if you involved and the community's involved, you can make things happen. No, but, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, that's paying attention to what's going on and. Stuff like that, they could just they they could control whatever they want. But it's so it's so many miseducated youth, not even youth, but grown people out here who's raising you. It's so many, like it's a lot. Yeah. And that's up to us yeah. to educate. We no, you're right. It is. It, it is us up to us to educate them. But no, educate us. We gotta educate. We can't educate them. When we don't no, I them. no. What I'm saying. So say like. So say like. I'm presenting something to you like, yo, this is this is what we need to do, blah, 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 this, that. If you don't really understand that because you don't really understand the history, understand what we're going up against, you're gonna be reluctant to do it. You know, you know what you know what have to happen? We'll have to change the cultural version of what success is. Because right now, if you're setting a black kid up to function and it's no longer like a white man's world that they're functioning in, it's gonna have to, it's gonna look different. Yeah. Like yeah. that. So and I it starts with stop. So this education system has not changed in I don't know how many years. It's an industrial system. It's set up to create workers, and I think that that it's starts true. with switching up a whole the, the gearing of it. Like you don't gotta go work for no fucking body. Everybody is not an entrepreneur, but you don't have to go into corporate America or go be a lawyer or a doctor or worse, go do something like. I don't know, play basketball, you know, shoot the shoot for the stars with the NBA or the NFL to make it. Like, it's other things that can be done. You can take anything that you love and turn it into capital. But we don't teach our kids in that way, and the school system doesn't support that. And so, therefore, they turn into the people, like the parents who, like, or, or the teachers that you spoke of, like, yeah, sounds good, but see, I got to support my family. They don't see how wrapped up into the system they are. The one they claim and they want to fight against, but they scared to leave. They ready to go tell Massa. They're going to be the ones that go tell on you for trying to take another route <laughs> so you can be out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like, well, you know, I just want to say such and such doing this, and I don't got nothing to do with it, but I just want to let you know what's going down, Massa. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they do. So 
I think one of the first things is like changing what it's geared for. It's like stop trying to make everybody a worker. We can we have other where we can put our knowledge, our energy towards. You know what I mean? And even if they want to be workers, why are we working for each other instead of because when we look into the other communities, the stuff that we're talking about that we want to do, these people they do that right now, right here in America yeah. soil, and get paid. That's a fact. And and, and 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 the American dollars pay for them to come in. I watch Indian families in our communities down here. They come, they have one big ass house. And little by little, each family that's inside of this yep. big house get their own and yep. they spread out like that. The Mexicans, the whole nine. They come here, get the bread, send it back to Mexico. Next thing you know, they're gone because they have built their fortune off of doing this stuff over here. Meanwhile, <laughs> the people who are Aboriginal to the land, struggling. struggling. I do. We be on the bottom. I, I do believe, like, a lot of things, like, education is completely different in the South. And I think we talked about this earlier, Tweezy. Like, it's definitely different because being teaching there and then coming up here and teaching, because, like I said, I taught at Dunbar High School. It's a predominantly black high school, and it's a historical black high It was the first only black high school in the United States. And, like, the things that I see these kids do at this school, like, with dealing with engineering, building robots, swimming, and doing all this stuff, it's like, hey, we need that down South. Yeah, that's crazy. But they they get exposed to a lot here. They get exposed to so much, and it's what what bothers me the most about that. Like a lot of them don't take advantage of it. And they, they when I tell you they've been exposed to a lot, like stuff we we never was exposed to growing up. They get exposed to it, going to the Facebook campus, going to see like just just their minds are open. Like going to see opera, going to do this. Like their minds are so open to whatever they can do or whatever they want to create or this that, and the third. And Bro, even, you know what's crazy? I can't even imagine having those type of opportunities as a high school student. I, me neither. <laughs> that's but, that's crazy. So, so and and that's the thing about it. Like, that's what bothers me the most. Like, I'll never forget, I had this conversation with this kid. You become I a told, product of the system. You groomed them, bro. I told him, I said, yo, you had to, he had to create a project, but why, he was going to build a house, but he also had to tell what he wanted to do as a job. This kid told me he wanted to be a, a basketball player. I said, no, nah, you got to choose something else outside of that. I said, no, we're not going to, you can't choose an athlete. We want to choose something else outside of that. So he was like, okay, I want to be a manager at Pizza Hut. Whoa. So I looked at him. I'm like, I said, yo, what? He was like, you can't tell me I can't do that. I said, you right. You right. I can't. Right. But you got so many other things you can do. But he said, I want to be a manager at Pizza Hut. I was like, yo. But what if you really do though? No, I, and I and and I when he when he kept saying it, that's when I started believing it. Because at first I was just like, "Yo, you messing with me," but then I was like, "So if that would make him happy." But then I was like, "You're smart." So and not he well. This nigga could end up being the fucking CEO of Pizza. Hut, then what? Yeah. So, um, hey man, I would definitely be great. But yeah. it, <laughs> I'll be sad as hell if I ask my people they want to be, and they told me I want to be the manager at Pizza Hut. <laughs> I, I will be very, <laughs> and that's that's what bothered me because it's so they 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 are exposed to so much, and you mean to tell me you exposed to everything, but you want to be a manager at Pizza Hut, but that also goes back to your point. Is what which is what you would like was brought up to learn, what brought up exposed to right. it, whatnot. He, he, that maybe what his family, that was success to him being a manager at Pizza Hut. Yo, but what's crazy though? This go this take me back to like I'm a big fan of J Cole's, yo, and like how he said he left and went to Queens to take advantage of shit that those people there weren't taking advantage of. 
Like, you just painted that picture perfectly. And the reason they ain't taking advantage of those opportunities is because those opportunities are regular to them. Like, it ain't okay. regular okay. to us. So by us going and we, like, being in South Carolina, there ain't a whole bunch of opportunities to do nothing. We ain't getting exposed to shit like that. Then we go up north and we like, nigga, y'all got all this shit at the, the tip of your fingertips and y'all ain't taking advantage of it? Yeah. Like, that's that, that's that shit. That's, that's why... My bad, I cut you off. Remember last episode, I was saying about programs, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, exactly, yo. More programs, yo. And I feel like that's why that whole Harlem Renaissance thing happened. People came from the went from the from the south that was making shit happen with nothing. Uh, yo, truthfully, I think I feel like that's that's a part of the reason why that mental slavery, they try to keep us down too. Because if we had the same resources, we so used to having to make shit happen with nothing from nothing that if you gave us the same resources white people got, we were so we will surpass them. But like why that. is it so hard? Why is it so hard to excel in the South versus the North, though? Why is it still so hard? I mean, I I kind of know why, but why is it think, still that way? I think it's the opposite now. I think people are excelling in the South now. I think so. Uh, no. I, I think I don't, I don't think so. I think well, people from the north is moving to the south and excelling crazy. Because they already people. hip on game. Because they know they can win when they go down there. Like Yeah, that's true. And they had the opportunities as a high school student to be experienced in certain things that we wouldn't be able to be experienced in. Yeah. In the south. So I think yeah. that, that points out to like why it's so important for us to be traveled. Like, you can't stay in a little bubble. You can't stay in your one spot in your one city and, you know, think you're getting the, the full enrichment. Like, the kids from up north need to come down and see, like, so they can understand why what they have going on at their fingertips is an opportunity. Yo, I said that. I swear I advice. said that. I said that. Damn. It's crazy well, I, she's I saying that. Because like, it is important. I think that that's really what made me who I am today. When I started traveling into different countries and going into different cultures, there's a lot to be said about the things that you can't even put into words that happen to you when you travel to another place and you're right. exposed to another. Like, and it can't be paralleled and it can't be taught. Like, you have to experience it. And I think that's that's one of the one of the major disconnects because I do believe if you were born and raised in one area and you flip flop to the other, it is easier for you to excel. For those up north, they come down here because it's slower. It's an easier pace. Of course, they're excelling. They've come from something that's already been going 100 miles an hour. Now they can take everything they learned there and come down here and do 50 and be game, you know? And, the, and vice versa, you come from somewhere that's slower, but you got less to touch, and you get up there, and all you got to do is speed up your pace, and you can put your hands on everything. So you're moving and you're shaking, and it's different. And we just need that exposure. You can get that exposure here, but when I tell you, you got to pay for it. it. There's no public school give you that kind of exposure. I know a little girl who goes to a place called Mount Sales here, and I was just, like, baffled to see all the things that they do in that in that private school in Macon, Georgia. That's from crazy, the robot That you got to pay for, right? Oh, man. And pay major bucks, too. Like, not no little bit of money. You got this. Somebody has to really be winning that bread. And that's, the, crazy, really and that's the craziest thing. I got to pay for something Education. that I should be getting for free. To be to be a great American as an right? adult, yeah, that's crazy, and yeah. and that's that's why foreigners be coming and they be fucking winning. They like they come here and they be like, yo, these motherfuckers really dumb as shit. Like, let's take advantage of them. And lazy too. Let's see, lazy. 
Right. You said who be being lazy? Americans? Yeah. Yo, I wonder what, I really wonder what other countries and shit think about us, bro. As people. <laughs> exactly what we just said. We call <laughs> Dumb, slow. <laughs> We're going to call somebody from China for the next episode. Uh, I don't know no Chinese people. Well, yo, that's that's some that's some real that yo, you spit some game. You draw some gems, like and to hear from your perspective, like you you just and you in touch. Yeah. Like I and I can't that shit can't be replaced. And there ain't a whole lot of that floating around, yo. So I'm super happy that you called in and dropped them gems on us on your philosophy. I appreciate the opportunity. I thank y'all for inviting me on. Um I'm excited to see where you guys go with this. I want to listen, but people are away with your podcast and, you know, reaching the people you want to reach and just your own personal development. Because at the end of the day, yeah. if nothing else is going to grow y'all, and that's what's deep, you know? It, yeah, it takes real. one. Yeah. It's super deep. I think it's so cool that y'all even embarked on this journey. I've said a million times, I want to start a podcast, but I haven't done it, and I'm so, I'm, I'm really inspired. So I appreciate Yo, y'all for having me on. Yeah, we appreciate you. And uh, hopefully we can have you back sometime. Most definitely. Peace, fellas. Y'all have a good night. All right, you too. All right, you too. Thanks. Hey, fellas, the conversation tonight has been great, man. I learned a lot. I will say I learned a lot, yo. Agreed. From different perspectives. Like, hearing hearing a woman perspective actually, like, really helped me put a lot of things into context in certain places, for real. Yeah, so we appreciate the callers that called in tonight to give their philosophies on things, man. Like, that's that's big for us. So thank y'all. Hopefully we get to see y'all again. And uh, I think and Rip, I'm gonna leave y'all with a, Rip got a quote. Leave y'all with a quote, y'all. For to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. Spoken by the late, great Nelson Mandela. Y'all, just make sure y'all like, tell a friend, to tell another friend, to tell another friend about this podcast. Turn us up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, support. The support is what we really need. I mean, we just out here trying to spread the word. Yep. When I say the word, I mean your philosophy word. That's what we're trying to spread. Your truth. And like every, every y'all bring it, bring it back to us, and like, well, we're gonna bring it back to y'all every single week. All right. So until next time, love, peace, and grace. See y'all later.